Welcome to the Lucid Body Podcast. I am Faye Simpson, your host, and I'm thrilled to be speaking with one of my senior Lucid Body teachers, Prather Rem. Prather is a New York-based actor, director, intimacy choreographer, and is a senior teacher at the Lucid Body House. Prather has been working with Faye for over 20 years, and the Lucid Body work is her touchstone and home base. She teaches movement and intimacy education at Marymount Manhattan College, the American as well as ongoing classes at the Lucid Body House. Prather received her MFA in acting at the Actors Studio at Pace University. Welcome, Prather. Hi, Faye. Thanks for having me. Listen, let's just get right to it. Let's you do it. have had a long road. I mean, 20 years. Uh, the long road of training as a lucid body student, becoming a lucid body teacher, now a senior teacher. Can we just just go to the the place where it began, the seed where it began? Can you tell us when you discovered lucid body, and how it changed you or changed your trajectory? Yes. Yes. Um, so I think I was about 20 or 21 when um, I started hearing about you at Swanee, where I went to undergrad. And I, I, I loved acting. I was always an actor, but it wasn't until I got there that acting as discovery and experimentation and exploration really started turning me on to the craft. Now, back up for a second, because now in at this stage in my life, I'm a movement teacher and I teach lucid body. And I ask myself, like, wait, how did mm. I how did I get to this? Because <laughs> when I grew up, I did lots of dance and I tried to pull the needle out of the record player at dance because I did not want to do ballet. And I, I tried to do sports, but I wasn't an athlete. Like, I just couldn't be pinned down. Yes. Wait, are you literally saying you tried to pull the needle out of the I record player? I pulled the needle out of the record player so I didn't have to do that hour-long bar <laughs> as a kid. I know, I should not be saying this, but it's the <laughs> truth. So I, it was horrible. It, it, so it's like you're either one or two things growing up. You, you go into dance or you go into athletics. And both of those, it just, I couldn't pull my focus or something. I don't know what it was, but then I came to a lucid body class. And at Michael I, Howard studio. Yes, at Michael Howard. And I just said, oh my, this is it. Find my body and my everything, it was connected. And I just, I felt whole, I felt good. And I, it just felt like I had reached a home base. It's something so comfortable, like a shoe that was like, oh yes, this is, I'm supposed to wear this. <laughs> so you didn't, you weren't studying as an actor? Before you were just studying dance? No, I was. I was. I was an actor all growing up, and you know, put just. But it didn't. 
excite me until I went to Swanee and of course met David Landon. And mm. he was like, we act because we're exploring behavior. And that turned me on so much that to use the stage as a place to explore, what are we doing here? What's this all about? Yeah. And then meeting you and it was like, oh, right. Now I get to explore and ask these big questions, but not just with my brain, but with my entire body. We just have to give a little, uh, little bump to David Landon. Thank David God. Landon. He, he loved the lucid body. He's a, he's a wonderful uh, professor, academic, poet, clown, actor. And he took from lucid at Michael Howard's and he brought me down there to Swanee. Yeah. So, um, but also I just want you to know, I was torn asunder by wanting to dance and wanting to act mm. and wanting to dance. And I always felt like, you know, used to say I would call from the pay phones and be like, I don't know what I should do. Should I go to the dance class or go to that audition? Like I was always torn. So it's, it makes sense that you found both because that's why I created it. Really. Yeah. The integration, the, 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 massive information we have from the body in character and theatrical arc. Absolutely. And there wasn't any, I didn't have that growing up. And of course, as a child, I wanted, wanted to be very physical, but I didn't, it, that structure of having to throw the ball or do something that just seemed so disconnected from my emotional life. And I was like, where was that? Just to play, full-bodied play. And as an adult, I finally found that with the lucid body. I remember you as a student, boy. It's like fish the water. You were just so... And, and being sure... Gumby helped, you know? Yes, like being, being Gumby. to just do all of these things with my body, you know, that it's wonderful it's for those silly. listeners who do not know who gumby is <laughs> we're dating ourselves gumby was a little green eraser man whose arms and legs could twist all over and yeah. that hence was prather's body and <laughs> and also her mind because you there was no resistance it was just uh i'm sure some of your your antics in class led to the formation of so many of these exercises because oh. I, I was creating the curriculum there at Michael yeah. Howard's. Yeah. Yeah. The class was called the actor's body. The actor's body. Yeah. yeah. So then when did you decide, when did you decide you were? Well, when I was your student and watching um, Steve Buck, Sita and and watching them assist you and I just I was I just was like that's me <laughs> I, and every time you were like pray there go let's 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 show let's demonstrate and I was just always at the ready so when you came over to me <laughs> you know during the warm-up and you put your hands you dug your fingers in you know and you're like I think that you should assist me and it was just like, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically my reaction. It was like, um, 
definitely. <laughs> and there was something about, even in that moment before I knew, I knew that teaching and acting, it's the same thing. And I, this goes back to, to David Landon. I was learning that the, the shamanism of what a teacher and an actor does. So a teacher and an actor to me are just, they have wisdom. They go, they impart that wisdom either to an audience or to their students. And then they're all on this collective journey together. So it was just so, it, it, was, it was no different path. It was still right. the same path. Well, I love hearing that because it, it, it tips me into the place of um, an actor is, is, I call it magic, but they are embodying the given circumstances of their character, therefore transforming and, and bringing in of that character. And I think as a teacher, I find myself being in a, a place, I would call it exploded six, just trying to, in a way, feel and connect with the student's journey enough to know how to instruct the next move or pull back or pull forward. So there is a bit of, as a teacher, transforming for each student just to, mm -hmm. in order to understand, feel what their, their experience is. Yeah, the, the alchemy that we go through as an actor, we do the same thing as a teacher with each student. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, how long did it take you to do that teacher training? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Faye. It took me a really long time. My journey has been long. I started with you when you first started this in 2006. The first, you were the first group I had. Yeah. The first teacher training group. Yeah. And, um, and I took the very long road. And uh, my journey has taken me many different places. And I have no regrets Absolutely. I took the time I needed that I moved home to Atlanta. I worked with theater, with um, youth, with children, which was magical in itself. Um, and then I came back to New York to go to grad school in 2015. And I said, I'm going to go to grad school and finish this lucid body training at the same time. And I don't know, but I did it. <laughs> you did it. Can you tell us, tell our listeners the moment you decided you needed to finish your lucid body training? Oh, gosh. Well, I knew it back in 2011 when I was really getting into teaching theater with children. And I just found myself using like the lucid body had never left me. And so it just wasn't there watching a video. Didn't you tell me that you were watching a vid? All of a sudden, you were watching a video of me and said, "That's what I need to do." 
Well, you want to be honest. It was, I was in therapy and I told my therapist and I came into therapy one day and he was like, oh, I researched lucid body and look at all the stuff I found. And he's showing me all of this. And so as I'm sitting and it's just like that, yes, like this is my home. And so it was this wonderful, wonderful therapist, George Warsaw. And he was just like, this is, this is your journey. So I am teaching in Atlanta and we have professional development. And I said, I'm going to pitch this thing to this school so that I can fly to New York, go work with Faye for a week and see if I can get a few checks or just, just work with her. And, and we made this happen. And just from me speaking with my fifth chakra, you know, taking this seventh down six into fifth and just speaking, this is what I need to do. And then I made it happen and I manifested it. You certainly did. I remember that phone call. I'm coming back. You were like, (laughs) well, I'm coming back. (laughs) And and remember, I I came up for that week. At the Access Center. Yes, that's exactly right. 2014. Yeah. And then I... um, teacher development program. Yeah. And, but, but here's the big thing though, was then I went back home and my mom picked me up from the airport and it was just like, Oh, okay. You know, next steps. And my mom looked at me and she was like, you got to go back. She's like, let's look at grad schools. (laughs) So it's been these amazing people in my life who, so I couldn't run away from it. Yeah. Yeah, everybody that loves you was just pushing you towards that. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> towards... this is what you want to do. Do Well, it. I'm so happy, happy that you made that choice. And deep down, I was, I, I'd like to say I always knew, but I think there was a moment where I was just, I felt you were lost in the, in the stratosphere yeah. and just figured one day you would land back. I was hoping anyway, and you did. It did. Lucky me. Lucky us, the community. Lucky us. Thank you, Faye. So let's switch topics. I want to talk about your intimacy work. Yeah. Uh, we, back in the old days, Lucid Body was particularly known for its um, quite physical improvisations that were uh, hands-on. We are encouraged, uh, hands-on, intimate, you know, finding that full expression to express it. And um, as a choreographer, I was always, I always, when I was choreographing or directing something, of course, we were always consenting and putting everything. That was kind of a known thing that we did. Of course. So when the Me Too movement came along, I was quick to be on that track of, yes, let's get that consent that we do in choreography into improvisation and into our classroom so that everybody can actually get to know what is not okay with them. Retraining actors to have the strength or time to say, oh, actually that doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. So I know you have gone and done your own training. Can you tell me about it? Who do you train with? Um, So I have been working with, theatrical intimacy education with Chelsea Pace and Laura Rygard. And uh, um, I have just loved it. But 
to be honest, my journey with that, it, it is a personal one that, so I, finding lucid body was home for me because it was a way of me getting to work out my stuff and dealing with my, and that's what I grew up learning. You know, you talk about things, you deal with it, you find expression for what's going on in your life. And that was what was supposed to, you know, make you feel better, heal you a little bit. And as I was doing this and it was, remember um, when I think Marsha Lesser came and talked to us and she was talking about these big catharsis, that's actually more harmful than the little baby steps of catharsis. That was what really pinged me because this whole time I was like, oh gosh, if I have this big catharsis, then I'm going to be cleansed. Oh, it's just going to, it's going to make me be a better human, my instruments. And no. So I was realizing, wait a second, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't helping me. And I loved the actor studio. I loved that program. I loved my teachers, but I was going in there really going big and trying to come back and realizing, wait a second, this isn't, this isn't working for me. That's when it really clicked about boundaries and, and yes, the intimacy in romantic scenes or non-consensual scenes, but just boundaries within myself, knowing my limits. That mm -hmm. was what made me, I said, oh, I want to get into this work. And I went into grad school and I, I didn't recognize my privilege, Faye. That was me. I was saying, I'm, I said, I'm going to get on this train and I'm going to go wherever they take me. Mm -hmm. That is a very privileged attitude as an actor. Mm -hmm. And so that is, this is now why I'm so passionate about this work. Um, because I, I do, I want our instrument, your instrument, other people, so that we can live actors fully, healthily but not have to go all the way out to these places where we can't come back home. Yeah, so let me just um, go back and just say Marsha Lesser, just give yes, her uh, a bump. She is uh, Peter Levine. In, she has studied the Peter Levine somatic work and is also works at NYU with... Um, but amazing. I want to go back to you saying the privilege of how you said it, your, your white privilege or your privilege to be undeterred in full expression. Can you just yeah. unpack that a second? Ab absolutely. Definitely my white privilege. And also me going into grad school um, in my thirties as, as a woman, I, there's definitely a bit more strength and a bit more resilience that I've learned where a lot of my cohort, a lot of them, half of them are international students and, and all of them are coming right from undergrad. And so, um, you know, the rigorous training program that's part of any graduate program or any conservatory, um, it can be so super taxing on the body. And we're always implicitly taught to say yes, 
Yes right. is what mm-hmm. makes a great actor. Just don't ask questions. Just jump in there. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, wait a second, maybe, maybe that's not the best. And that's why I now want to advocate to say, you get to decide, you know Mm -hmm. what? This is not for me today. I need to take care of my instrument. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit this one out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's really going to change. Yeah. It changed the whole theatrical community. It's changing it already. I studied with IDI um, for a bit and now, Hopefully I'll be studying with IDC, but it, they really are breaking down doors and and making intimacy choreography and intimacy direction just part of the norm. Yeah. Listen, I want to take a quick break and thank our sponsors. Sponsors that are supporting us and helping programs like this continue. Dr. David Simpson, chiropractic is in Midtown Manhattan. Yes, he is my brother. And I send him all my students. I know, Prather, you've been there too. I love going to David Simpson. Yes. Leah Kalish, Family Constellation and Embodiment Process Facilitator. I don't know if you have done Family Constellation, but it's completely in alignment with the lucid body in terms of watching one's and uncovering one's own patterns. Miller Voice Method, a brilliant vocal process by Scott Miller, who is a colleague of mine at NYU Grad Acting. The Actors Center, of which I am a member, giving working actors a chance to continue their training. And finally, Andressa Ferletti, a multidisciplinarian artist who is one of the founders of .br and happens to be our film editor at the Lucid Body House as well. Yay. Thank you all for supporting the Lucid Body House. And now back to Prather. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to um, talk about in terms of the details of that intimacy work? Like, I know you're working on a project at Marymount Manhattan. Just talk me through um, one moment like how you would handle, let's say, a kiss? Um, so, yeah, there's been a, a few instances. And, um, and I was just uh, working at um, Long Island University on their mm-hmm. film um, set. And we're t- using placeholders. So using placeholders for kissing. So this is totally new to me. And I love it. The actor, right, is like, oh, gosh, we know there's a kiss. We know there's a kiss somewhere in the script, but we never know when are we going to work on it. And now it is, there's a date, there's a set time, Mm -hmm. you know, in casting, you know, in the breakdown of exactly what you're going to be asked to do. And then when you're doing table work or just working on your feet, instead of going through the kiss, there's a moment of high five. Mm-hmm. There's this moment of we're, we're, we're not consenting. There's we're going to have a little bit of a scuffle or there is an intimate moment. It's a high five, a placeholder and that you can go and, you know, high five each other and then go to the next moment. And you keep breaking it down from there. And then the choreographer or the coordinator comes in and then gives this deloaded language to help the actors follow actions 
Mm-hmm. So literally they're following concrete specific actions based on context. Yeah. Yeah. Great. It's, and it's, it's just, it, and I'm to, I'm still learning about it I, and I'm going into each project and, and coming up with three, four different scenarios, supporting the director and the actors, supporting the whole process, the whole team. And it, so good. Yeah. And it just feels so good to, for them to be like, oh, gosh, we were we had this moment. We didn't know what was going to happen. And whew, now we feel like that was the easiest part. So within that, when I'm doing intimacy choreography, I and we talk about context and we talk about boundaries. And then there's a moment I find, and this comes from my dance background, where I would like the actors to improvise right. so that they can actually be working, oh, this is a um, this scene where you are seducing them to the front door to go, you know, to leave. Um, and, and within that, if we've set boundaries, I know it, it's, it's like slightly tricky, but then once you feel they've improvised, then you then how did that feel? Can we consent that? How did that feel? Well, that was a little uncomfortable. So there is a moment where the improvisation is not completely consented. What do you think about that? But, but though Faye, it is consented because the, both of the actors have, they've gone over their boundaries. They also can call for a pause or a button. And then they, they're able to try these, these things that, that feels organic, that feels they're working from the given circumstances of the, the play. Yes. And I feel also when it is consensual, absolutely, let there have a bit more improvisation and then it can be set. Yeah, then and broken re- down. Yeah. Right, and recorded by this, you know, yeah. the PSM so that it can be, you know, done every single night just that way. Yeah. Absolutely. There is, mm-hmm. there's freedom to play. There's freedom for that until it gets set. I feel though the um, non-consensual scenes, that definitely needs to be, have a bit more uh, hand involved with the intimacy choreographer. What do you mean non-consensual scenes? Well, if it's, if it's an assault. Oh, if it's a scene where yes. one of the characters is not consenting. Exactly. But still- through it with consent so it's it is in fact you're right the scene itself is a so when you're talking about a seduction scene both characters are are saying yes but when there is conflict and the characters one is not consenting when it is an assault that's where you i feel to to get in there and have more touching stones definitely for the actors yes yeah. Because it is a non, I, I see what you mean now, non-consensual. Right. You can't improvise that. That that could immediately trigger all sorts of stuff. So Absolutely. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Such good work. It is. And again, I'm learning about it. I'm trying to reach out to, you know, more of the students that I see in these classes with um, Ty. And it's just opened a whole new world for me that I really enjoy. Yeah. And it's really, 
your addition to the Lusabata community is really great because we're getting better and better at it as well. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to move topic. Okay. And ask you what your future goals are. I mean, do you have, <laughs> I'm, I'm some, I don't have dreams. I'm kind of day to day, but do you have an image of where you would like your, either your lucid body uh, teaching to end up or an, an, another dream? What in five years, 10 years, what do you see? Mm, gosh, you know, I have to just let myself, first of all, I, I have the work in me and I want to keep working with this and teaching. I feel something, I, I don't know what it is, but say, you know, I have gotten into sailing <laughs> and yes. I just want to, there's, I'm having this, of this, how do I reconcile and balance both? Because now that I'm getting outdoors and I am like, whoa, seeing myself as just this tiny little grain of sand in this huge, huge world, I feel like there's something in that for actors. We go into these little rooms, they're dark rooms all day long, and we train in these rooms and we're like, we know about life. And then it's like, wait a second, though. Like to know about cloud patterns and the planets and the wind, like that to me, being on the boat, it's like I know entero perception, proprio perception. Like I am learning about all of these things. I'm trying to like, how can there be a balance? I can so see it. You're going to do a lucid body and sailing workshop for two weeks on your boat. I know. Oh my God. I so see it. But there is something so grounding. And I already try to tell my students, like when you step outside, just stand there and feel which way the wind is coming. Use your body. It's like talk about self-awareness and and learning to, you know, to take in your your scene partner, take in the scene partner that is your planet. That's so great. Six and seven chakra. Yeah. Open, open. But yet grounded into root because you're on the earth. And so I don't know what it is, but I, I'm passionate about when I see, when I look outside in New York and I see all of the windows and everyone's on their TVs and it's great. I love seeing that these actors are working and everyone's doing stuff and there's so much to watch but also, though, for our audience, it's like, how can we how can we teach people and get people in their bodies outdoors? Something site specific. I can, I can I smell a, a, yeah. a completely new uh, department of the Lucid Body <laughs> yeah. Institute. It's called Lucid Body Outdoors. I, seriously. I'm all for it. Okay, <laughs> it certainly has changed you all that soon. Changed you or just allowed you to be to be more yourself. I've, I've watched expanded, that definitely. Yeah, it's definitely. Thanks. So to, to end this podcast, I'd yeah. like you to talk about the class you're about to start teaching, uh, Lucid Body Basics 1 and 2. Yes, I'm excited to do another hybrid class. I did one in the fall. It went so well. The Lucid Body, the house is tricked out with the camera and monitor and mic. So we have students 
from, um, we had one from India, uh, Tasmania, mm -hmm. and then students in the room. And everyone got to know each other so well. So I'm starting this class January 31st. It's Monday, Thursday evening. That's 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. And if that time doesn't work for you, Shana, who I worked with at Michael Howard 20 years ago. Shana Friedman. She, yes, Shana Friedman, also senior Lucibody teacher. She's doing a day basics online the 24th. And I believe that's 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, and that's once a week. That's once a week for right. eight weeks for a slower, a slower burn. Yeah. So have a look at the website um, and see which one would work for you. But yes, we're very excited. If you're interested in that class, go to lucibody.com, push workshops, and you'll find that. And you can register. And because you're listening here uh, right now, you can use subscriber 100 Ooh. and get $100 off either of those classes. Nice. You heard it here from me. This is Faye Simpson at the Lucid Body House. Preta, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. And everyone else, I'll see you next time around. Thank you.